At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. Hi, I'm Kristen McGlory, lifelong genius hunter. For a decade, I've been unearthing the recipes that have changed the way we cook. Now on the Genius Recipe Tapes, we go behind the scenes with the geniuses themselves. In last week's episode, I had the fortune of speaking with Julie Sani, the trailblazing cooking teacher and author behind some of our most iconic cookbooks on Indian cuisine. Our conversation was a deep dive into her life's work and how she came to be known as a legend in her field. Everything from her first careers as a dancer and city planner to just how many times she cooked and studied the process of making ghee to be able to explain it perfectly in her first book, Classic Indian Cooking. In our conversation, Julie shared so many of these stories with me that we couldn't possibly fit them all into a single episode. And there was one that we wanted to highlight in today's special bonus episode in particular, with Julie's blessing, because it was especially timely with Food 52's focus on the fast-changing world of cannabis this month in a series called The Green Scene, which has covered everything from the Black innovators in the space to how to thoughtfully cook an infused dinner party to cannabis weddings. Now, the fact that we are talking about all of this in such an open and respectful way would have been unheard of in the United States in 1985 when Julie wrote her second cookbook, Classic Indian Vegetarian and Grain Cooking, or even in 1995 or 2005, or so I thought. Because, in addition to how ahead of her time Julie was in her cooking and teaching, she was also way ahead of today's increasingly mainstream embrace of cooking with cannabis in the U.S., as she wrote about centuries-old traditions and recipes from India. But her publisher was not. Here's Julie to tell us more about how she got around that and why, and it starts with the relationship between cannabis and chilies. We grew up with very little chilies, and I particularly have a very low tolerance for chilies. When classic Indian cooking or in the, even the vegetarian grain cooking was written, uh, people thought that I lowered the heat level for American taste. And that's not true. It's, it's me. My level is lower than most Americans. And uh, that's how I am because I react uh, very heavily to heavy chili spices. Any, even one chili, I react to it. If you find, you know, your family does not want chilies or they're allergic to it, hold that chili. Those who don't want it won't take that. You're creating uh, options. Uh, I always like that because I don't think uh, uh, chili is something which everybody should be asked to accept. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, people have different level of tolerance. There was a whole period when uh, chilies were not even considered a spice. You know, they, they were considered as a weapon. 
those who are not used to it you know it's uh, it's very much like the going on a roller coaster when you come down and you feel you're going to die kind of thing you know it, it is that sensation so then the endorphins are released in the brain and they say no 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 you're not going to you're not going to we're going to take care of you and the endorphin release is what is that what you call the chili high and that's what people like it so next time when you have the same amount of chili the so the brain says i've had that experience before what else is new so mm-hmm. you got to have two more chilies after that <laughs> so get the same high so that's how you build the chili tolerance and you know more and more and more so those who have not had don't suddenly say you have to have because this is an indian recipe you got to you know chili is a is a introduced heat which came mm-hmm. from new world into india and africa and europe and china whole world it was not known outside of the new world so heat of that level was not known so we all learned about it and we found it exciting so uh, you know chili chili high you know the endorphin release is uh, a way of uh, high something um, of the subject i'm telling you now just <laughs> <laughs> you know there was a time when chilies were getting popular in the 60s this is a long before your time uh, in the 60s when at that time chilies were not allowed to be grown in the uh, us in this book there are two recipes at the back of in the dessert section they actually are made with marijuana but i could not get clearance before the publication because the legal department just won't allow me to publish so we had to say green chili leaves <laughs> and this book classic indian vegetarian brigain cooking was one of the best selling books in those days with that community mm. how to make those two dishes with marijuana <laughs> so it was just sort of implied secretly known No, 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 in the introduction it says it's done with the intoxicant. Oh. People knew, but I then I say intoxicant or not, it will still be good. So those who found the intoxicant could make it with it. <laughs> One is for a drink, mm-hmm. a cool drink uh which is called thandai. That's how it is served in that holy cities with the intoxicant. Mm-hmm. and during festival that's how you're supposed to drink it with the intoxicant and all those holy men drink it that way and the other one is like a fudge so both one will call for green chili leaves you have to go find uh-huh. that first or grow it yourself <laughs> <laughs> i should edit that with that and intoxicant and all that and just say marijuana <laughs> now you can <laughs> finally yeah finally yeah today uh, you know you know people in certain sections of india you know where you go near varanasi where people pray mm-hmm. uh, near the holy ganges and all they have these intoxicants uh, that are mixed in with the drinks and mixed in with their sweets uh, and and during certain festivals like diwali festival of light mm-hmm. uh, people eat these uh, kind of uh, fudge they look like brownies and actually one of the sweets that i have in the recipe is that brownie mm. recipe mm-hmm. so that is a ritual and uh, that is supposed to be eaten by everybody with this intoxicant it's perfectly okay mm-hmm. uh this is kind of built into indian culture in in a way 
There's another one is called Shivaratri, mm -hmm. where the people are up the whole night to worship Lord Shiva. And people do eat. And you see these grandmas kind of uh, wobbling away on the sidewalk and coming back, you know. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And my thanks again to Julie Sani for being so generous and sharing these stories and her time with us. To see Julie's cannabis recipes and stories for yourself, you will find them in classic Indian vegetarian and grain cooking under Sunflower Seed Fudge or The Road to Nirvana, aka Pong Burfi, and The Holy Punch, aka Tandai Baranasi. And as Julie wrote, they will be excellent even without the marijuana. In addition to this episode with Julie, our Food52 family has more reporting and recipes on the world of cannabis this month in the green scene. You can catch up and follow along with what's to come at the link in our show notes. This week's bonus episode was put together by Amy Schuster, Harry Sultan, and Emily Hanhan. If you have a favorite Julie Sani recipe or are already a fan of the ones that she talked about today, I would love to hear about it at geniusatfood52.com or just tag me on Instagram at McGlorious. And if you like the Genius Recipe Tapes and the Food52 Podcast Network, the very best thing that you can do to support us and help other people find the show is to take a moment to leave us a five-star rating or review. Or send this episode to someone who will appreciate learning more about the early days of the cannabis movement and a cookbook that led the way. Thanks so much. Talk to you next week. You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great in clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hard-working hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great in clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hard-working hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024.